You're listening to The Garrett Ashley Mullet Show on Anchor FM. I'm Garrett Ashley Mullet, and I want to talk about everything. On Tuesday, President Biden and White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki both spoke of a door-to-door approach to convince Americans to get vaccinated in response to COVID-19, prompting an outburst of harsh criticism from social media. Hank Berrien reports at thedailywire.com. Hello and welcome back to the Garrett Ashley Mullet Show. We're going to talk about this door-to-door vaccination strike force, which was mentioned talked about, advertised, proposed yesterday. President Biden missed his vaccination goal by the 4th of July. And his answer to criticism of his missed goal is to create a task force, a strike force, which will go door to door talking with people who have not yet got the COVID vaccine and trying to persuade them on their doorstep that they need to get the vaccine. This is highly disturbing. There's more to it than just an emotional component, though. It makes me emotionally uncomfortable. It makes me psychologically uncomfortable, but there's more to it than that. There is actually a legitimate concern here besides just heebie-jeebies. For one thing, whatever happened to the leftist, progressive, Democrat talking point, my body, my choice? Why is it that that is a end of discussion trump card when it comes to the issue of abortion, but it is not even thought of with regards to vaccination. I don't want the COVID vaccine. In fact, I am committed to not getting the COVID vaccine. My children will not be receiving the COVID vaccine. My wife will not be receiving the COVID vaccine. Do not waste your time, my time, and taxpayer money coming to my door to hear all about how we are not going to be taking this COVID vaccine. Save your time, save your, save your breath, save the government's money. If this is costing the taxpayer money, which I'm sure that it will, save all of that because you're not going to be persuaded by my reasons against, and I am not going to be persuaded by your Gestapo tactics your manipulation, your bullying. Anybody who does not know that the vaccine is out there to get if they want it by now belongs to a very slim minority. If they exist, they must be so isolated as to not need the vaccine anyways because they're not in contact with civilization, with people. You can achieve herd immunity just fine having encouraged all of the people who watch TV, who listen to the radio, who get their news online, in other words, who inhabit modern American society, because we all 
are plugged in, if you can convince them through those means to get the vaccine, you have your herd immunity. But that's just it. This is blame shifting in a very subtle way on the part of the Biden administration. We're going to go door to door and harass the people whose fault it really is that we didn't meet our target. This is the whole problem with leftism, with big government types, with the Democrat Party, with quote-unquote progressives, is that the problem, when the government fails to do what it said it was going to do, the problem is never with those in government. The problem is always with those who are being governed. You just didn't feel it enough. You didn't buy in enough. You didn't give them enough of your time, your energy, your devotion, your obedience, your loyalty. Tea Party, opposite. Taxed enough already, not nearly taxed enough. That's what kind of a movement the Democrats launch. And here they tax us with a trying of our patience, planning to go door to door and knock on the doors of people who have not yet received a COVID vaccination and who, you can bet, have no interest. They have not received the COVID vaccination because they have no interest in receiving the COVID vaccination. By the way, (laughs) how is it that the government knows who has and has not received the COVID vaccination? And what I mean by that is how do they know who has not received the COVID vaccination? How do they know that Garrett Ashley Mullet in Greeley, Colorado, has not received the COVID vaccine? I can understand perhaps if I had received the COVID vaccine and they have that on file, but how do they know that I haven't? That's creepy stuff. There is no right to privacy inherent to this proposal, this idea, this suggestion, this plan. And it astounds me, as it should astound all of us, that a government which cannot control the southern border is somehow going to find an ability to knock on every door in America to target those who have not taken this COVID vaccine. Can you imagine if the Democrats were as interested in some other more worthy goal, then what could they accomplish? But here, they are willing to make all Americans concerned about the efficacy and safety of this COVID vaccine, these COVID vaccines, I should say, because there are multiple different COVID vaccines which have been developed by multiple different companies as part of Operation Warp Speed. They are willing to make those people feel uncomfortable in a way that they raise unholy hell at the even barest suggestion of confronting young, pregnant, would-be mothers before they get an abortion. In some states, Republicans, pro-life folks have proposed that a woman seeking an abortion has to get an ultrasound. Moreover, she has to be able to see that ultrasound. 
Because perhaps if she does, she will see that this is a little person. It has been put forward in some states that a woman has to get counseling on what an abortion is before she makes that decision. And Democrats raise unholy hell at that idea because they say that it places an undue burden on the woman whose right it is to make this decision between her and her doctor. And I don't know why they include the doctor in there as if it makes that decision to murder her child more enlightened because the doctor has an MD behind his or her name that somehow makes it qualitatively different and better that somebody in a white lab coat signed off on this. Okay, Dr. Mengele. This door-to-door vaccination strike force business is creepy. But it's also dangerous. Because what's the next thing that the Democrats want you to do, which they will show up, show up on your doorstep trying to guilt, pressure, manipulate, bully you into doing? Not enough, is it, for them to control social media the mainstream media, the big tech platforms, so many corporations, corporate boardrooms, the universities. No, no. If all of that has not been enough to convince you to shut up and listen to the experts, to follow the quote-unquote science, the science, the science, which is just code for whatever they want you to believe now, whatever they want you to do now, If you haven't been persuaded through their domination of academia, of the political process, of our news media, of even our one-time fun and frivolous and carefree internet properties, now they're going to show up on your front door. Can I tell you about my Lord and Savior, Fauci? Dr. Fauci wants you to get the vaccine And you have to follow the science. If you question him, you question science itself. To oppose him is to oppose the vicar of science. To oppose Biden is ungodly. This shall not be born. Evangelists with tracts are going to knock on your door and ask if they can step in for a moment and share their literature with you so that you also may be saved. This is creepy. This is creepy in a metaphysical sense. It's creepy in a physical sense. For those who are godless, this should be concerning and unsettling. If they can go door to door to push vaccination, even despite ample evidence that the vaccines are not all that effective and that the vaccines are not all that safe, and who would have thunk it having been rushed? Tell me this, which is better? The right answer, which takes longer, or the wrong answer that you arrive at quickly, which is better. My fourth born son, Daniel Joseph Mullet, is at the home stretch as far as his math goes. My sons are very good communicators, very confident communicators, very sharp, very quick witted very adept at picking up on subtle things and telling you about them. Math is not their favorite subject. 
So they are still working on finishing up their math for last year. And Daniel is Speed Racer. If you've ever seen that movie or the old cartoon, but I really like the movie, regardless of the insanity of the Wachowski brothers. They made some fun movies. Speed Racer is always going too fast. Slow down, Speed Racer. Well, that is Daniel when it comes to his math sometimes. You're going too fast. Slow down, son. Don't be afraid to slow down. It would be better to take a little longer and get the right answer than to go too quickly. Miss your turn. I kept trying to use driving language. You miss your turn because you're going too fast. You actually will get to the destination quicker, counterintuitively, if you slow down and don't make so many mistakes to where we have to redo that lesson. We, as a rule, make our sons redo any lessons which are a C. We want a B or an A. It doesn't have to be straight A's, but at least a B. You have to be at least a B student, even in the subjects that you don't like or are not as good at. But that's the problem with warp speed as far as I'm concerned. Yes, you hurried up and you got a vaccine, but is it so much better, except (laughs) in the universe of single-factor analysis, is it so much better to have people protected from COVID at the same time now exposed to a new threat from the vaccine you developed to protect them from COVID? It's as if you're watching a wildlife documentary and the zebra down by the oasis, down by the watering hole in the African savanna, is getting her drink of water when along comes a crocodile. And the crocodile saunters up. And a vigilant zebra should be very concerned about that crocodile because that crocodile eats zebras for lunch. The zebra jumps out of the way of the crocodile at just the right instance, just the right moment, and the crocodile's jaws slam shut on thin air, and the zebra runs up the bank, out of the way. Any direction will do, right? Just run. Just run. All that matters right now is getting away from that crocodile, except the crocodile is not the only predator to contend with. There are lions about. In fact, we know, zebras, that there were some lions over there in that direction, off to the left. Oh, you're running left. What are you? Why are you running left, zebra? You're running right towards the lions. Stop. Stop. Wait. Yep. Oh, uh, okay. Well, the lion got you. I tried to warn you. But at least... You're not being eaten by a crocodile. You got that going for you. You accomplished that goal. Congratulations as the lion devours you. See, that's the problem with single-factor analysis. We get tunnel vision. We only think of this one threat. And in trying to escape and evade that one threat, we run headlong into any number of other threats. All of the brain blood went to our legs, and we should have reserved just a little bit for the brain, not quite so much for the legs. We still need to be doing some thinking, whether we 
also need to fight or flee have to still be thinking and keep our head on a swivel if we want to survive and thrive. This COVID vaccine is not only questionable in its efficacy, it's also questionable in its safety. And Americans who are looking at that should not be pressured and coerced into getting it anyways, into having their children get it anyways, having their loved ones get it anyways. It should not be. I tell you this now, if someone shows up at my doorstep as a representative of the Biden administration and Dr. Fauci, if Dr. Anthony Fauci himself shows up at my front door, I am prepared to waste a great deal of that person or those person's time. By all means, come on in. If you try to stick me, so help me God, I will stick you back. And not with a needle. <laughs> Do not dare. Don't you dare. I will regard it as a assault on my person or on my wife and my children. If you would like to waste your time trying to argue me into it, by all means, be my guest. But you're wasting your time. You're wasting my time. This is not a question of following the science. In fact, this is a question of remembering our lessons in the political science realm, and also doing good science. I have read a lot of science fiction, and never have I ever read a happily ever after science story in which the scientists get megalomaniacal and insist that everybody they think is stupider and dumber than they are do things their way. I have never read a happily ever after science fiction story. In fact, Almost every cautionary tale, dystopian, science fiction vision of the future in which science, the science, is settled and they show up at your front door ends in bloodshed. Almost every such story ends in oppression and cruelty and tyranny and somebody has to scientifically find a way of dismantling the totalitarian regime. Tell me this. Riddle me this, Batman. If the government showing up at your door to vaccinate you against your will, against your better judgment, to manipulate, bully, and coerce you into getting a vaccine, if that is not totalitarianism, what is? If that is not totalitarianism, what is? If the government decides that you need a passport in order to travel outside your home, outside your town, outside your state, across the country, in order to go to work, in order to go to the store, in order to go to church, if they decide to up the ante and require proof of vaccination in order to get through checkpoints, what exactly will differentiate the United States of America from a totalitarian state? Tell me. Tell me. Don't minimize don't rationalize, don't justify it, don't turn this around on me as if I'm the crackpot for asking the question. No, no, tell me what precisely differentiates us at that point from a totalitarian, tyrannical state. Biden is not all there, but I don't think this is coming from Biden. I think this is coming from the people 
and his team who make his decisions on a daily basis right now. The Democrats were so desperate to not have Trump anymore. The establishment Republicans were so desperate to not have Trump anymore that an elderly man with declining mental faculties is now the person who signs off on these sorts of things and they get a veneer of respectability and normalcy, which they do not deserve. This is highly abnormal. This is highly unusual. This is highly irregular. This is highly inappropriate. And if Biden knows that, he doesn't care, but I'm not so sure he knows it. This is not the end of what they will try to do to continue milking COVID for all that it's worth. Utopia is not here just yet, and we still need utopia. We must press on until we get to utopia, which is Greek for nowhere. We're going nowhere with this. But it is about the journey, not about the destination, right? That's why we have to think silly things like that. It's about the journey, not the destination. I'm pretty sure the whole point of going someplace is to get there. Yes, you can enjoy the trip, but I am not inclined to enjoy the trip into a black hole or into hell. I will not be joining your parade because I have no intentions of going to hell. You know, I was listening the other day to an interview with Jan Jakielek at the Epoch Times, Epoch TV, American Thought Leaders is his program there. And it's a great little program. I enjoy it. Every time I watch it, I find myself provoked in my thoughts. And I, th- I would suggest it. I would advise it. If you like my podcast, I think you would like his long-form interviews very much. He has some very interesting people on there. And he gives them time to actually talk. And he asks he asks great questions. But Yen Yakulek had on Victor Davis Hanson. And Victor Davis Hanson is my favorite historian, one of my favorite authors, a very good historian, very good thinker, classicist. And Victor Davis Hanson is talking about where we're at right now and how we can perceive these current trends in light of history, in light of what we know from the past. One of the interesting things, one of the things that I thought was interesting, at least, that Victor Davis Hanson pointed out is that you will have in the next five years a trend accelerating in which when someone applies for a job and they make it known that they attended public school, they will not get as high a consideration as someone else who attended private school, parochial school, or was homeschooled. Quick comes the day when someone who has graduated from Harvard, Yale, Princeton is not going to be given the same veneer of respectability and nobility and brilliance they once did. Because the public schools and these Ivy League schools have gone woke and it is about ideology now. It is not about science We have made war on merit 
as a basis for promoting people through society. And as such, a very great distrust of the institutions will come from both sides. From the left, the whole system has to be dismantled because the whole system was originally based on merit. We elected our representatives based on merit. We evaluated our candidates for high office based on merit. So also, subsequently, job applicants were evaluated based on merit. Americans, as a rule, have not thought highly of nepotism. We have not celebrated the handing down of great power and authority from one generation to the next based simply on bloodlines. In fact, we have celebrated stories in which someone rises up from poverty, from nothing and from nowhere, but because they have good character and a work ethic and they're honest and they have integrity, they end up being far more successful than the spoiled son of rich parents who had a spoon in his mouth made of silver his whole life. But that is bigoted somehow. That is wrong that we would say merit should be the basis of acceptance, entrance, promotion, legitimacy, elevation, empowerment. Because what about racial inequity? What about if a little black, brown, red, yellow boy doesn't have an intact family? What if a child in America grows up without a father in the home more often than not if their ancestry came from Africa? In that case, that little black child, little brown child, little red child, little yellow child who doesn't have a father is at a disadvantage to the little white boy, presumably, as the argument goes, who did grow up with a father in the home who was watching John Adams on the 4th of July. Now my sons need to apologize and repent of their whiteness and their white privilege in the name of equity. When they grow up confident and self-assured, you have to destroy their confidence because they are straight white men and they represent oppression and systemic racism and bigotry. And now the college entrance to Harvard is closed to them, but open to as intersectional a person as we can possibly find. And so therefore, policy or no, whatever our betters and quote-unquote the science says, employers who have two brain cells to rub together are going to say, no thanks. Thank you for your interest in this position. I realize you have a very expensive degree from Harvard or Dartmouth or Brown, but we're pursuing another candidate. We've chosen someone else to fill this position. Best of luck. What? My PhD in gender confusion doesn't get me a job at your firm? You're going to give it to the homeschooled kid who went to Hillsdale College instead? Ah, maybe we'll send door-to-door strike force to employers if you don't hire woke candidates. Biden's going to send 
people to talk with you about that. I hate the word unprecedented because I do believe that there is no new thing under the sun. As wise King Solomon says in Ecclesiastes, there is nothing that we can take and hold and say, this thing has never existed before. No. What has been will be again. What is has been before. Vanity of vanities, says the preacher. Vanity of vanities. All is vanity. What does man gain by all the toil at which he toils under the sun? A generation goes and a generation comes, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and the sun goes down and hastens to the place where it rises. The wind blows to the south and goes around to the north, around and around goes the wind, and on its circuits the wind returns. All streams run to the sea, but the sea is not full. To the place where the streams flow, there they flow again. All things are full of weariness. A man cannot utter it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear filled with hearing. What has been is what will be, and what has been done is what will be done, and there is nothing new under the sun. Is there a thing of which it is said, See, this is new. It has been already in the ages before us. There is no remembrance of former things, nor will there be any remembrance of later things yet to be among those who come after. Those are the words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem, Ecclesiastes 1 through 11. And this is a framework for understanding history. This is a framework for understanding current events. This is a framework for being able to predict what comes next. So look at what it is that Biden and his mouthpiece, Jen Psaki, are actually saying yesterday. Look at what they're proposing. We're going to go door to door telling you all to get vaccinated. We're going to target the people who have not yet been vaccinated. You can say, I think you're making too much of this. It's not that big of a deal. It is a big deal. It's creepy. And there's a reason why it's creepy. There's a reason why it's creepy when you see footage of Biden standing entirely too close to some young girl in a public event, standing over her shoulder, holding onto her shoulders, leaning down and sniffing her hair and her looking like she wants to crawl out of her skin and be anywhere else in the world right now except for right there. The reason why that's creepy is because you have something in your subconscious which evaluates these things without you even realizing it on the surface. Read Blink by Malcolm Gladwell. Read that book because it talks all about the different kinds of thinking. You have thinking that is surface level, which is very organized and it's out front and you can articulate it and you can put it into words and you can write it out. You can write out your pros and your cons. You can do the in-depth cost-benefit analysis, but there's also another kind of thinking which has to do with more of what we call, what we refer to as and we think of as gut, our gut feeling. And all of our gut feeling, our gut instinct, right now when we look at this story of going door-to-door All of it cries out, this is off, this smells funny, this is wrong, this is not quite right. And if you dig a little bit deeper and you do the cost-benefit because your spidey sense is tingling, 
look alive, keep your head on a swivel, you'll find that this is not headed in a good direction. There is no new thing under the sun. There is no remembrance of former things, nor will there be any remembrance of later things yet to be among those who come after. At some point in the future, this is going to be history. Think about that. Five years, 10 years, 20 years from now, what will be said of right now, this point? Sometimes that helps us to be calm and to not freak out about something that's just a passing fancy. Sometimes we need to be paying attention to these things as bricks in the wall, just another brick in the wall. What kind of a wall is being built and to what end? And what can we expect once the structure is complete? That's all I got. That's all I've got for this episode. Got to leave it there. Need to get to work. Let me know what you think. If you think I'm way off base, if you think this is also creepy, creeptastic, if you have some more information on it, let's keep following this as it develops. They're not backing off. This was not a slip of the tongue. This is something that they're seriously planning on doing. And let's watch it closely, see what happens. But as always, thank you for listening. Until next time, God bless. You've been listening to The Garrett Ashley Mullet Show on Anchor FM. For more content like what you just heard, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Also check out thegarrettashleymulletshow.com to subscribe to email alerts when new episodes are published. As always, you can reach me with any comments, questions, complaints, objections, or insights at garrettashleymullet at protonmail.com.